Hello, Periscope, Facebook, Podcast. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Congratulations to Devontae Smith, just now winning the uh, Heisman Trophy there. I said I called it. It's not too many times that a non-quarterback wins this thing. I mean, we, you know, we've got running backs, and I know that Charles Woodson won it. 97. He was a defensive back and a uh, punt returner. It was a great year for Michigan that year. And I thought this guy was the best. I was one of the few that I'm um, glad the other sports writers around the country agreed with me. Best player, played the best, you know, season this year in college football. Kudos to him. Kudos to Alabama and Ohio State getting to the national championship game. Uh, heart really goes out to Ohio State, particularly Justin Fields, for doing all of that um, politicking to get into the uh, get the season off the ground and now win a national championship. I'll talk about head coach job openings, the best job. Who are the best candidates out there? I prefer a guy who has head coaching experience over a hot shot coordinator. That's just me. I wouldn't rule out a coordinator, but I'll get to that. But first, let me tell you about Alternite. Alternite is a nonprofit, 100% funded by Tolik Bortz out of Brooklyn, New York area, received support or partnered with New York Ranger hockey team, former Ranger legends Mark Messier, Adam Graves, Ron Duguay, WFAN's Boomer Esiason, the most legendary local sports talk station in the country provide humanitarian and educational services to underserved communities. For example, pay for fees for youth to play sports, also provide equipment uh, for help, and they help out also in the music and arts industry for uh, to request help or to donate. Please contact them at ultranight.com www.ultranight.com that is a l t r u n i t e.com or visit the facebook page or you can call 917-775-4005 tell them robert from sports scope sent you alternate good people doing a good thing okay everybody so we have job openings, all right? We've got, uh, you know, we've been, everybody's talking about Jacksonville on Sunday. Urban Meyer possibly taking over that job. Nothing official has came about yet. Uh, other ones, we all kind of knew that Adam Gase with the New York Jets probably get the ax here. Speculation about the, about the Chargers and... Uh, their coach there, nice guy, just could not get it done there at the end. They need a higher ceiling. Of course, we knew already knew about the other coaches that were hired, yeah, fired uh, Atlanta and Houston. Okay, so Detroit, Matt Patricia was a given. Okay, so Anthony Lynn, good guy with the Chargers, just couldn't quite, had too many issues in one score games. Coaching was a major issue, particularly the head coaching job. So ranking the best jobs by far. A lot of people saying the Jacksonville this because you've got Trevor Lawrence and you've got the most cap room. 
But I'm looking at this Charger job, and I'm thinking, okay, you got a good GM. You are top 15 in cap space. you got an ultimate pass rusher in place, Joey Bosa. And the most important thing, you've got Justin Herbert should win rookie of the year going away, offensive rookie of the year. And, and a lot of people aren't mentioning this, you got him on a rookie contract. So you could build a team now around this guy. This is playoff ready team. This is by far the best job in the country, in my opinion. So who would be a good deal for him? My first guess would be uh, to take over with L.A. Well, who else has worked good with young quarterbacks? You got to look at, Brian, if you're going the coordinator route, if you're going to go the NFL coordinator route, you got to look at Brian DeBall from Buffalo, look at the job, the percentages, the Josh Allen. Now, he's a guy that is, you know, I'm reading some of these lists here, everybody. And some of these, I mean, no offense to Brent, what's his name? Brandon Staley from the uh, LA Rams. This guy's been a coordinator for one year. Are you kidding me? And he's got the best interior pass rusher in the game, uh, you know, um, Donald, Aaron Donald. And then you've got Jalen Ramsey, by far the best cover corner. Uh, but that's one year. Brian DeBall, every year, Josh Allen's uh, completion percentages went up. This year, he is a MVP candidate. He's probably top two, top three. Probably after that last game, he is two. But I'm looking at this um, at candidates. Now, this is off of CBSSports.com. They they wrote the the best candidates available. I talked about Eric Bieniemy. If you're going to go that route, he's a guy quite a few years with as the OC. I want to say he's two to three years. I want to say with the um, as the OC for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, he would be one, but DeBall has been there, I want to say, three years. Three years with uh, with Josh Allen. But my thing is, if you look at the college coaches that are making impacts in the NFL, guys like Matt Rule uh, already making an impact with Carolina, uh, this guy's got the, on this list here, Matt Campbell from Iowa State. He's a guy, won at Toledo. You see what he's doing at Iowa State, winning uh, honors uh, coach of the year, Mac, and Big 12. Now, he's a guy that I would look at. And uh, also, I'll look at the, um, oh, God, what's the guy's name? Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern uh, head coach, 15-year. This guy, you saw the what hassle that this team put on Ohio State and how well Ohio State can play in the championship game. Three turnovers from Justin Fields there. Consistency every year, doing a whole lot with a little bit. One of the most well-coached teams in the entire country there. Uh, it's hard to get recruits in there. Pat Fitzgerald, I'm surprised the Bears haven't looked at him already. And then you've got other guys that they're talking about. Uh, Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator, Pep Hamilton, quarterback coach from the Charger. None of these guys, Josh McDaniels, Greg Roman. I think McDaniels' stock went way down the way Cam Newton's played. Greg Roman uh, still hasn't fully developed 
Lamar Jackson, that's the offensive coordinator. Uh, guys like uh, Robert Salee. Now, Arthur Smith, uh, every job is supposed to be interested in him. The six jobs that are opening, uh, they're supposed to be interested in this guy. My top guy would probably be, if you go the coordinator route for this Charger team, I would say go with LeBron DeBall, personally. Uh, the second job, yeah, the second job would be the Jets. I mean, because or the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, number one pick. You've got the you got the most in the cap room, so you got all the money in the world. You got the top. You got the top uh, choice quarterback. Uh, can't miss guy like a Trevor Lawrence. You want to compare him to an Andrew Luck type of guy? Yeah, I would. So Jacksonville. Uh, like I said, Chargers by far the best job. Jacksonville with the cap room. Jets, third most in cap room. Plus, you've got Sam Darnold. Maybe, maybe you want to keep the quarterback. You can yeah, you could trade that second pick for a King's ransom. I, I you know, Jets they have good problems. Now Adam Gase is out. Now, uh, looks like you Joe Douglas doing a good job so far at the general manager's position, don't really care too much for the owner, but it seems like they're staying out of it for the most part. Uh, the sun seems to be. So that that would be my third, and then fourth would be Houston. Now, you've got the problem with Houston is that the head coach there um, that's now gone was also the, 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 uh, the general manager there. We said – Bill O'Brien, that was not – he was a fair coach. They, they've won the division quite a few times. He was a fair coach. But when you put that in there with uh, general manager, head coach, I knew that was going to be a disaster. Houston, uh, you've got, you got cap problems there. And, the, and another thing with Houston is that you do not have a your, – your $21 million uh, in cap debt – Thanks to Bill O'Brien, the defense is terrible. You probably could. You need to trade JJ Watt now. What else could you say? Could you do for the Houston situation? Now, if I were taking over, first of all, they need to get a general manager. They don't have a general manager. A lot of these teams are looking for general managers too. Don't put the cart before the horse. You know, yeah. If you if you're going to go that route, hire the general manager first. Let the general manager hire the head coach, you know, because Arthur Blank in Atlanta, he's talking about interviewing general managers, but they're, uh, they're interviewing coaches and general man. Get the general manager first and let him hire the head coach. He can get his own guy. They have to be able to agree on draft picks. I think it's crucial for success. Owner, general manager, head coach, quarterback, everything else will fall into place. Uh, you typically want a head coach that is, Helen Coward mentions this, a walk-around guy. Other words, and I want to say that, that the, the Jet family that owns the, uh, the family that owns the Jets, uh, one of the family members says, you want a walk-around walk guy means somebody that corrects things at every position at every um, every phase of the game. He, he, he's the coach of the and – and I agree with it too. Guys like Jimmy Johnson, they're, they're coach of the whole team. 
they don't just uh well i come from an offensive system you're going to run the defense no i'm in charge of the entire team i'm not going to micromanage you but if i see that we're hurting and a certain element of this team i've got to say something we've got to make those corrections we can't let things slide we can't continue to make the same mistakes over and over day in and day out week in and we out week out and, and and it can't be a situation where that um because i'm not efficient in this area that that i can't i can't say anything about it now it did work and with the chicago bears mike dicka and buddy ryan uh ryan ran the defense dicka ran the offense but that was a short-term thing had a lot of uh, uh hall of famers on defense had a special, unique year, and that's probably why they only won one championship instead of multiple championships. That and maybe a quarterback issue. There's a major problem there. So you want a guy that can coach the entire team, okay? And, and you know, going back to Houston, now they're ranked fourth, and the Lions are ranked, you know, towards the bottom. Uh, sixth, I've ranked Atlanta fifth because of their cap issues. But, but Detroit, uh, Houston – an option that you could do is for Houston is you could talk to one of these top teams, uh, particularly the Jets. I'm not sure about it. You could talk to a team like the Jets and offer them Deshaun Watson, and you can get maybe their you can get their first round, you get their second round, uh, maybe get their third round, and get next year's first and second for I can't miss quarterback already under uh, under contract. So that, that could be something to look at. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, so whoever takes over Houston, they're going to have to do that. And plus, they're a team that needs general manager too as well. Like I said, Lions, historically bad. Now, Atlanta, they're a bad shape situationally. A uh, lot of money over the cap room probably over the hill with uh, Matt Ryan. So that 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 would probably be by fourth. Um, but, you know, like I said, best job available because of the cap room situation. But you've got a good owner. Uh, it's a good location down in Atlanta. It's it's a desirable team to play for. Uh, nice, nice stadium and everything. Uh, the thing is, though, you're, you should probably have to do a total rebuild there. So I, I, I've advised Mr. Blank, I'm sure is what he's been wanting to do, get him a good general manager and uh, go out and, and, and do the whole thing. They probably need to break the whole thing down if it's me. Uh, you've got some pieces on offense. I get it. But uh, guys like Matt Ryan and Julio should have got rid of Julio a few years ago. Matt Ryan, you may be able to get something for him. Not going to get a lot of value. He's 37 years old. Possibly work out something with uh, San Francisco that I keep hearing that that they're not too happy with Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan. So that is the job. So I would rank, obviously, like I said, again, Detroit needs a general manager and a head coach. They would be the sixth. Fifth would be Atlanta. Uh, fourth would be Houston because of their cap room. And then, of course, um, Jacksonville would be third. The Jets would be, and the Jets would be third. A lot of cap room. Seem to have a good GM here, and of course, 
they've got a good quarterback on and on uh, on the roster that still may have some value, whether you want to keep them or not. And of course, the the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at second, you've got possibly a great quarterback prospect that you can take with that one pick, and you lead the NFL in cap room. You've gotten rid of everybody. You got a lot of money. You got a quarterback. If you keep him on a quarterback uh, contract for a few years, you can go from zero to hero like that. You know, Miami kind of imploded this past week, but hey, they come down to the last game. They almost made the playoffs. This is the second year of a rebuild. So Miami's ahead of the game. So you could do that in Jacksonville as well. Okay. Had to flip these pages over. Wrote those notes there on the back there. Um, okay, okay. You know, first I want this is this really bothered me of the last day and a half or so. And you know, the Giants are are six and eleven. They they did find a way, or six and ten. Excuse me. They did find a way to uh, beat the Cowboys to get their sixth win. And, of course, uh, they had to wait and see what happened with the Philadelphia Eagles and, uh, of course, the Washington team. So, you know, I'm looking at this, and, of course, we know what happened. Uh, You know, uh, Washington wins the game, and I, I called that win. So Joe Judge says that he makes these comments about the integrity of the game and all that stuff. And people are praising him for his comment. Now, I'm not in love with what Doug Peterson did. If he wanted to go the route, I'm okay with that because you're obligated to get your team better. They wouldn't end up, they've already out of the playoffs. Uh, I think it would probably have been better if he would have, if he would have just came out and said, we want to get this third-string quarterback some work coming into this game. We want to test him out instead of waiting towards the end of the game. Uh, the logistics of it, I guess that's the word you want to use, the optics. Excuse me. The optics did not look good. Not good optics. So that that's what that's my thing about that. Now, Joe Judge, people are praising him uh, for, for really taking a shot at, at Philadelphia. And he, he has this holier-than-thou comment. And ironically – um, Bill Parcells used to coach his team too. And Bill Parcells said, you are as good as your record says you are. You know, six and 10. Other words, he's not about making, he once said, go throw up on your own time. You, you no nobody in life owe you nothing. Nobody owes you nothing. And what he should have said was that, okay, yeah, I wouldn't have handled it that way, but we've got to do the right thing, and we've got to win games to get into the playoffs. We can't depend on nobody for anything because nobody owes us anything. Parcells would have said, nobody owes you anything, Uh, uh, Joe Judge. Nobody owes you anything. Uh, I'll, I'll break it down. Hey, next prophet, good to see you again, man. 
I will break that down Thursday. I'm still at, um, you know, last year's pick was uh, Packers and, and um, Chiefs. This year it may be Chiefs Saints. It may be Buffalo Saints. It may be it may be that this year in the preseason was t- uh, t- uh, Tampa and and Chiefs, and and I may stick with that. But Joe Judge, people are praising this guy. Hey man, how about this? You're six and ten. How about you beat Arizona at home with the banged up starting quarterback? How about you score more than thirteen points in the last three games? And people are talking about interviewing his offensive coordinator. Uh, they they look good in portions portions of the game. They went up to uh, Seattle playoff team and beat them, but they're also a six and ten football team. They're also a team that gets run on. They're twenty sixth against the run, so they're not perfect. They have a quarterback that has a tendency to turn the ball over a lot. The first six eight games, they're ranked dead last in points scored in this league. Uh, and you have the audacity. You have the audacity, Joe Judge, to complain about Doug Peterson uh, taking out his starting quarterback in the middle of the game in a game that he couldn't win for a better playoff. Uh, that they were already out of the playoffs. You're tra- you're you had the audacity con- to complain about that. Clean up your own house, you know. Win the games that you're supposed to win, and you'll be there. That was not a motivational speech. That was cry me a river, I'm a victim speech. Somebody owes me something speech. Now, I wasn't really high on Joe Judge when he came into the league as a head coach because of uh, him coming from New England. He kind of sold, I read that he had a good interview and he knocked the freaking socks off these uh off of the uh, guys interviewed Dave Gettleman and the Giants organization. So I gave him the benefit of the doubt that he had a uh, Mike Tomlin-like interview. And, and But also, he almost got into a fist fight, reportedly so, with Mark uh, Colombo, I want to say who it was, the offensive line coach, when he fired him. So he's a little bit of a hothead. This sounds like Pickles a Bill O'Brien type of comment complaining about another team not putting their best position to win the game. How about you have a winning record before you say something like that? You know, I just, and people are praising this guy for those comments and dog and Doug Peterson now. Now that probably came from up top. You know, uh, they got a better draft pick. Uh, like I said, Pickles, when I started the program, what Doug Peterson did, the optics look bad because you're uh, in the end of the game and you're, uh, you're on national TV. I get the optics. The optics would have looked better if he would have started the third stream guy to start the game instead of in the middle of the game. It looks like, hey, we're getting too close. Let's pull this guy. And it's probably for Roseman, the general manager or owner, or whatever, so they can get a better draft pick. Well, they're putting themselves in position to win later because they couldn't gain anything but a worse draft pick by winning this game. So now they have a lot of problems on hand. There was a couple of players going back to the Phillies side of it 
that uh, were held back from confronting Doug Peterson on that. So going back to their angle to it, uh, as far as Philadelphia is concerned, if you're going to keep, uh, obviously they're going to keep Doug Peterson for a year. Uh, those players, the Kels, Kels's brother and somebody else that came at uh, Doug Peterson, they would be cut. They would be moved from the team. And I would either trade Wentz or I would have a sit down and say, we're going to battle us out and count, and and we'll see what happens. If you got to keep wins. But I, I would let them, I would reel this team back in. My guess is it's probably went too far gone. It's going to be a divided locker room. I think the coaches, uh, I know that their defensive coordinator has stepped down. I wasn't care for him in the first place. Jim Schwartz wasn't a big Jim Schwartz guy. They got to get a better strength and conditioning offseason program. They've got way too many injuries there. I know that they're paying Mitwentz $100 million, a guy who seems to have lost his confidence, but he's also a guy that was an MVP candidate a few years ago, and they won the division with this guy last year, so it's too hard to throw too many stones at the guy when he's got that resume on his hand. A lot of it's what's been put around him. I'm not in love with him. But things may have went south there. He may be able to resurrect his career elsewhere. My thing is they'll probably end up keeping the guy, and he'll probably uh, they'll probably fire Doug Peterson, blow the whole thing up. Uh, I would try to trade him. I, I would try to trade him because I feel like it's probably went too far at this point and get a clean slate. But when you do that, you've got to have a plan of what you're going to do at the quarterback position, speaking of the Eagles. But Joe Judge... Hey, man, get your team in order before you worry about what other team loses in front of you. You know, worry about what you can control in life. Don't depend on no. That's what kills me about people. Don't depend on nobody to do anything for you, okay? Control your own destiny, okay? I don't know. I don't care if you're talking about the government, another football team, an ex-girlfriend, a parent, if you're an older person. Get out of here with all that, Joe Judge. So, anyways, that's my thoughts about that. I, I know it was a big story. It's been talked about. Uh, that is not what Bill Parcells was said. Bill Parcells said, we got to fix our own house here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and now, uh, Pickles, they're talking about hiring this guy's assistant. You're 6 and 10, you know? I mean, they, they show some flashes. I get it. But they're, I'm, not, I'm not even sold on Joe Judge. So, anyways, I talked about the Jets, the the, the job openings there, um, and the Patriots. They got to win the seven and nine. By the way, so, uh, the Patriots talk about a good coaching. Uh, again, with with all the off outs, with the with the players lost in free agency, with this team, and getting all these replacements here with no training camp. No OTAs, no preseason, and you bring in Cam Newton, and then you go seven and nine. Uh, and next year, uh, the Patriots they have the third most in cap room. Uh, they may go after uh, yeah eight players up out. May go after Matt Stafford there. So the, the obituary on the Bill Belichick coaching career is not being written right now. Uh, I, I like what their uh, the future could be bright for this team as long as Bill Belichick, the general manager, 
steps aside and let somebody else pick these players because they're terrible at picking uh, skill position players. Okay. Uh, the Lions, Lions come up short again. Uh, Minnesota, 79. I'm just reading through my random notes here. Uh, Mike Zimmer wouldn't fire him. Now, Gary Kubiak may be stepping down the offensive coordinator, and that's huge for him. They had a lot of defensive injuries. Uh, maybe they do something with Kirk Cousins. Uh, they, they need to open up some cap room to bring in some more defensive players. Uh, go out and get you another offensive coordinator. You think in the work of Cousins and keep that same type of running scheme for Dalvin Cook. I would give Zimmer another year, and apparently they have. So that is good. Um, I'll tell you, man, 44-27, Buccaneers beating the Falcons. You know, this Buccaneers team could very well get into the Super Bowl even now. This Buccaneers team, I think everybody, uh, I have to break this down later on this week and look at the exact matchups. I don't think they can beat the Saints this year, but I think they can beat anybody else. I think they can beat the uh, Seattle and the NFC. NFC. Uh, I think they can beat Seattle in the NFC. I think they're hot right now. I think they're going to win Sunday. I think they're eight-point favorites, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Saturday against Washington. Uh, they could beat Green Bay. They did beat Green Bay. Green Bay's playing much better now, but I think they could even beat Green Bay up in Green Bay. Uh, Tom Brady has played good in these situations in cold weather. I think they've got the defense to do it. They've got the pecking order. Uh, maybe without Evans, that, that may be make it a little bit easier for Antonio Brown. And then you go to, of course, Godwin. You got Gronk over the middle. You got two running backs you can lean on. So they're one of my teams that, you know, I'm going to really study this. I haven't made my official picks here yet, and I will do that Thursday. But I'll tell you what, these guys look really good Sunday. Uh, they were banged up, and the Falcons, you see how well the Falcons played coming into that game defensively, and they still scored 44 points. I mean, unbelievable. Packers got that one seed. Over the Bears, Packers. Now they are impressive. They did. Uh, they shut the Bears out in the fourth quarter in Chicago land. I thought that was really good. Three points in the second half. Good adjustment there for the uh, Packers here and uh, Broncos. I did notice that they they lost to the Raiders. Now Raiders. Going to get a new defensive defensive coordinator now. John John Elway is going to step down from general manager duty. So that is a signal, Pickles. That is a signal that they're not sold on Drew Locke, and that is a signal that John Elway has missed on another young quarterback. He's only got it right by recruiting Eli, uh, Peyton Manning. If he wouldn't have done that and won that Super Bowl with Peyton Manning that um, – who was cited for drag racing? Yeah, that was one of the guys from uh, Cleveland. Now, Cleveland, I know that is big in the news. Uh, Stefanski's got COVID. Uh, they're very lucky to be there from, from what's happened to them the last few weeks. And the fact that the Steelers decided to rest Ben Roethlisberger and key defensive starters – 
uh, going back to the Broncos. So Elway's going to step down. They're going to get a general manager. I'm glad he's doing that. He's he's realizing he's not strong at that at drafting players. So um, and, and like I said, I feel like I'm right. They're they're going to move off Drew Lock. So they're going to be another team in the quarterback market. Do they go after a Carson Wentz? They should be a team to look at a Carson Wentz. Do they go after Sam Darnold? I think Darnold's better than Drew Locke. I mean, I watch a lot of Darnold. Uh, you know, with Jerry Judy there, that running game. Remember, they got a lot of injuries this past year. The Broncos are, are five and eleven, but they could very well easily be uh, ten and six this year in a lot of close games. Uh, just had some unfortunate injuries there from the very beginning. Guys like Von Miller, Bradley Chubb's been injured. Their cornerbacks are injured. And Drew Locke is an ins- uh, inconsistent uh, quarterback there. So, anyways, and I will have to say, not to pat myself on the back too much, but I was pretty spot on coming into this week who's going into the playoffs. And I only want to miss on Miami. But who, who saw that coming, you know? And uh, I'll talk about Buffalo here in a minute. I guess, You know what? I think I'll get to Buffalo now. Um well, they went 56 to 26. <sighs> Buffalo, we all know that they were going to win the. Uh, if you rationally, reasonably play attention, you think, okay, they're going to win the AFC East. But they scored 28 points in the second quarter. That is not, I was telling my dad this the other day, that is 1993 Dallas Cowboys. Uh, type of foot that is Super Bowl worthy, uh, type of performance there where your defense is playing good, your offense is playing good, your backups are playing good. Uh, Josh Allen didn't even play in the second half, he had three touchdowns at halftime, and then he didn't even play the second half. Uh, they blew out a good defense like that 28 points in the second quarter. Uh, that is that is Kansas City like. Uh, a team, and they're thirteen and three. They they look like a team that could go to the Super Bowl and win the thing, or at least look like a team that can go. You know, Pickles back in nineteen ninety nine, uh, first year Tennessee became the Tennessee Titans. I remember them playing the Jacksonville Jaguars for a third time. Pickles on Christmas Day. And they, on a Sunday, and I think uh, Steve McNair had four touchdowns in that game. And they beat up on Jacksonville like that here in Nashville. And they won their 13th game. And I thought to myself, this team looks like a Super Bowl team. And we know the rest is history. The Music City Miracle, ironically, on Buffalo Bills. They went on to the uh, to the Super Bowl and almost won it. So Buffalo looks like that team that could do it. Uh, again, not to pat myself on the back too much, but hey, Josh Allen, I said it from the beginning, and you guys, all my shows are dated. Look under AFC, here on Sports Scope. Any one of my, uh, by the way, uh, Northeast Streaming Sports, check that out on Facebook. Uh, Mac and Jack Sports Show, 8 a.m. Uh, they're on Facebook, Twitch, and um, YouTube. Mac Sports, Mac and Jack Sports sco- uh, Show. They uh, come on 8 a.m. Central Time to 11 a.m. Central Time. And I was telling, uh, talking about this stuff with them. So 
Buffalo, they got that look, man. They, they've got that look. Uh, the flip side is, now, I know, Pete, this is not, this is a controvert. You're not allowed to criticize Tua for some reason. Now, Tua, uh, you know, this is another game where he struggled, you know. And you look at Justin Herbert, who was in his draft class. You look at the other quarter, Joe, Joe Burrow. Most people thought that Tua was by far coming into last year into the to, to 2019, 2020, was by far the best prospect. And we all know that turned out not to be the case. He looks like the third quarterback out of that class. Uh, My thing with Tua is he's not – he's short. He's not quick enough to get out of the pocket, to shift in the pocket to make throws. That's my issue with him. And this this Buffalo defense isn't that good. And he struggled against the the, the, uh, Raiders defense, who's given up 30 points to everybody. So they've got that three pick. And I'm going to say this now, and I know Reggie McKenzie, the great Reggie, he's helping out with, with player personnel. The guy used to come over from Green Bay and, and the Raiders. Uh, he's helped making those picks. This guy's picked them right on the money so far. They drafted well. They have made good uh, free agency acquisitions with their cornerbacks and their defensive personnel. Uh, they can use a running back. I like their tight end. Now, if they take Zach Wilson, uh, and, and by the way, he he out of BYU, quarterback, he seems to be the guy now. He seems to be the guy. Some boards have him above Justin Fields, by the way, Pickles. Uh, but Fields looked good. He had five touchdowns the other day. Was this five or six? Uh, really lit up Clemson. Gave him his praise. But you got to look at the body of work and the season. Now, this guy, Zach Wilson out of BYU, if they decide to draft Zach Wilson, I'm not going to be one to criticize this this football team. I'm not going to criticize them. Uh, And I was telling the Mac and Jack show this the other day, and my thing is they see, they, uh, Brian Flores and his coaching staff, they see Tua every single day, guys. We do not see Tua every single day. We see Tua on game day. We'll see how he plays. Well, he's not been playing that good. And Devontae Smith, Pickles, America, just won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, his co- uh, his counterpart, the other wide receiver, I can't remember his name, he's going to be in a top 20 draft pick uh, in the NFL draft. So uh, last year, Jerry Judy was also on that team. Look at the receiving core pickles, America, that uh, Alabama's had. Look how good Mac Jones looked. Maybe Mac Jones is not that good. It's the best. Yeah. So you look at Devontae Smith. You look at Jerry Judy. You look at the other guy uh, opposite of Devontae Smith. You know, how much is it those guys? And how much is it the system and the quarterback that doesn't count the offensive line that gets drafted. That doesn't count those NFL running backs. That doesn't count Nick Saban's excellent coaching. So you guys have to look at it from a perspective of saying, maybe this guy isn't that good. Maybe he doesn't have the, 
the speed to get out because of his height, out of pressure, and make big throws. So I think a lot of us, me being included, I, and I hold myself to this standard too, that maybe that we 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 know he's a good guy. We know he's got a good dad. We we know that uh, he's a very humble player from Hawaii. We don't want to criticize him, but you got to look at it and take the emotion out of it and say, is this guy really the guy? And you have to admit, hey. Look at Arizona. They did it with Josh Rosen. Kyler Murray was rookie of the year. They they did it. They they drafted a quarterback, and then they said, "Well, no, I don't think these guys the guy." Then they draft another quarterback. So I would now. Now that being said, I want to be clear on this. If they don't draft him, and they and they pick up a, another left tackle, or they trade, I'd trade that pick for Kings, Kings ransom. I would trade that pick. And I'd get skill play. I'd get one of those wide receivers. I would trade down about ten spots or whatever, and get some more picks. You get some. You got your pick. You'll have Houston's pick, and maybe you have somebody else's second round pick, and you have their uh, first round pick, and you can really, really milk, uh, milk this. If they don't do it, I'm not mad at them. But I'm just saying, if they do, I'm not going to criticize them because I can see where you could make the point that Tua's not the guy. And I didn't even mention the fact he's coming off a hip injury. Did I mention that? And I mentioned he's injured twice majorly in college. I didn't mention that, did I? I mean, so was um, that being said, of course, Deshaun Watson looked great. He looked like he was injured in college, towards ACL in college, towards ACL in the NFL. He seems to be fine. So it's a lot to think about, you know. Now, the Ravens, people are singing the praises of the Ravens. They are healthy on defense. Lamar Jackson, uh, multiple $1,000 rushing season, the first NFL quarterback to do so. He looks a little bit better in the pocket. I'm not ready to call them the winner. I'm not ready to say they're going to beat Tennessee. I know Tennessee looks horrible defensively, no pass rush, uh, trouble with corners. Uh, they should win that game. They got a better defense. They got a better player for player. But I was looking at Lamar, and the truth of the matter is during this hot streak, they played Jacksonville, they played Cincinnati, and they played a banged-up Giants team. They did beat a banged-up Cleveland secondary, uh, very banged-up Cleveland team. uh, Cleveland played Tennessee the week before that. Uh, they've gotten better, but I don't know if they're going to be world beat. This is going to be a big test for Lamar come Sunday. Uh, I know that his uh, offensive coordinator has been mentioned for head coaching jobs, and we'll see how that plays out. So I'm, I'm not ready to say that. I know a lot of people are itching to do that, especially these Lamar lovers. I'm not a hater, Lamar, but I'm not. I'm not sure if I can win the big game with Lamar. You know. I know he can run and all that, but he, he just he he doesn't have the touch. He doesn't have the consistency as a passer of what it takes to win. I mean, like I said, when, when you got a guy like Herbert that's playing so good, then you got guys like uh, even even guys. I know he's been injured, but Kyler Murray. You got a guy like Murray, Justin Herbert. They're playing so good. It makes guys like Lamar. And and even Tua and even uh, Baker, who's hit and miss sometimes, not even look. They look mediocre. And then Josh Allen, you know, forget about it, right? 
So uh, I'm just not ready to say they're going to go the distance there in the AFC. I think Buffalo playing way better. Kansas City toys with these guys. Um, thank you. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. So it, it's um, it's a lot to think about. I think people are just, you know, they're narrative guys, some of these sports folks around the country, and they don't want to admit they're wrong. I admit if I'm wrong about something. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you know. I was wrong. I thought Miami would win, you know. Um, but, yeah, the Bills are peaking. Uh, I think they will likely demolish a good – Indianapolis team at home. Uh, looks like they might not have one of their receivers, but they're pretty deep at receiver now. It looks like Cole Beasley might not play in that game. Like, like I said, the Colts win. Uh, looks like they are uh, Chris Ballard, by the way, one of the best GMs in football, fourth, fourth most in cap room, got this team in the playoffs. This could be another good fit for Carson Wentz. This is the best fit, the former offensive coordinator. In case they decide to move off Phillip Rivers, he's getting long in the tooth. There, I think they probably get demolished on Saturday to Buffalo there. Uh, 128-14 against Jacksonville. That's not saying a lot. I know. I get it. Anthony Lynn with the Chargers officially fired. I mentioned like Brian DeBall would probably be if I was going to go the coordinator route. Uh, but there's a lot of head coaches. I mean, if I'm Urban Meyer, why not look at the, uh, the, the, the charger job, you know, just for crying out loud. But, uh, you know, like I said, the offensive coordinator, if I was going to go coordinator out, maybe Arthur Smith here in Tennessee, everybody seems to be interested in interviewing him. The offensive coordinator, very unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. They will have their hands full, um, they will definitely have their hands full with Tennessee. Tennessee seems to play them really well. This is a matchup thing. Tennessee's not impressive offensively or defensively. Uh, but, yeah, so Arthur Smith is a guy uh, very tough to predict. I try to predict him. Now, my thing is I don't know. i just not big coordinator guy. I'd rather get a guy that's been a head coach. I would take a chance at the college guys uh, that's been a head coach before, uh, especially not these coordinators. It's only been coordinator for like one or two years, but it's a copycat league. If you, there, there's, you know, all these guys that used to work under Cal Shanahan are all getting jobs. And, and now uh, Sean McVay's assistants are getting jobs like Brandon Staley and uh, the guy at Cincinnati, you know, excuse me. So anyways, uh, not to be rambling here. Now, I predicted that. John Wolford, I said, hey, look, he's going to come in there and they're going to beat the Cardinals, one of the only few teams that called for the Rams to win that game. I said they would. Their defense did. This guy looked good in spots. He did look like a guy. It was his first NFL start. John Wolford, he may go up there, pickles, and beat C Seattle on, on uh, Saturday night, for all we know. I don't think so, but he might. Their defense is better. Plus, it looks like Seattle might not have Jamal Adams back at safety. And I got to check the status of their running backs. They did win. However, they do have the three seat. Now, the Saints. Um, nobody's talking about Dennis Allen. I don't know if he's a – that's a defensive coordinator for the Saints. Uh, I like the way this team has played down the stretch. Uh, really good defense, a lot of ways they can come at you from offense. And, again, I cannot emphasize this enough, Sean Payton. I know you're smarter than me. I get it. 
But, man, use taste and heal in the playoffs. Don't be cold-dependent on Drew Brees making the play. I know you're going to have Mike Thomas back there. Uh, if, it, if it's a situation where, say, a Tampa goes up to – we're talking hypotheticals – where they go up to Green Bay and knock out Green Bay. And then um, the Saints draw Tampa at home after they win this week. I think they'll demolish the Bears. I think the Saints will beat Tampa again. I think it'll be like the Tennessee Titans in 1999. I think they'll beat the Saints. They're, they're the only team I think that can really beat Tampa. And uh, the only team I really think that could beat the Saints would be Green Bay. I don't think that they'll match up good with them up in Green Bay. We already see how it looked in, 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 in New Orleans, uh, the Saints. Uh, they got beat by Green Bay. Uh, you know, Rodgers lit them up. But you put them up there, a dome team, into that tundra. God, Lord knows it could be, what, five degrees up there with uh, Rodgers in that run again. I think Green Bay goes to the Super Bowl if that plays out. But I'll get to that Thursday. Tennessee wins a thriller. Again, not to pat myself on the back. My dad used to tell me, if you don't toot your own horn, nobody will. I said, uh, that'll be within that range. I'll take the Texans in the seven and a half. But I think Tennessee will win that game. It'll be tight, uh, about what I thought it would be. Yeah, and it was forty-one to thirty-eight. So um, now Baltimore, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know. As far as the playoffs are concerned, teams I think they can win it again. Uh, if I had a gun to my head, I think it's going to be. AFC Championship game is going to be Buffalo at Kansas City, and I honestly think the winner of that game will win the Super Bowl. I think I think those are the two best teams. I feel like they're just head and shoulders above everybody. Can you make the argument for Green Bay? Yeah, but a lot of them have been home games. The only team that they really beat up on as a playoff team is Tennessee. I think both of those teams could beat Green Bay. Now, the Saints – uh, possibly two weeks to prepare Sean Payton in that offense. Once they get in, I think they can win the Super Bowl with the right breaks, and they're getting them right now. Uh, Tampa can still win the Super Bowl. Uh, Tampa has questions at secondary, like they did last year. Uh, they do take too many chances sometimes on defense, Todd Bowles. He's a, and by the way, I love Todd Bowles, great guy. I don't think he's head coach material, just not my, a lot of these guys are really, really good coordinators. The coordinator for, the guy you guys know I'm talking about, not this coordinator for Dallas, who's pretty bad, the, the one for Dallas beforehand. I thought he was a great, great coordinator, their former defensive coordinator. Now, he was a, when he was a head coach, for uh, Detroit, they didn't win a single game. Uh, Rob Marinelli. And I think that thing about the Bowles, I don't think he's a good head coach. McCarroll. Pretty good coordinator, though, you know? Same thing with the former Buffalo coach, Rex Ryan. Good coordinator, good blitzer, not a good head coach. They can't manage the whole team. They can't – they don't have those CEO skills. They're more of specialist guys. Um they're more built for that. But going back to the pick set, so Tampa can get there 
Kansas City is the odds on. We get it. Um, yeah, Callahan, yeah. I think he's uh so anyways, those teams I think I don't think Tennessee can win it. Uh I don't think Washington can win it. They're a good story. I don't think at this time, because of their holes in their secondary, I'm really not sure that Seattle can win it. Uh, the Rams, it'd be a miracle, but I don't think they can win it. I, maybe if golf was healthy and they had their left tackle back, I think they could win it, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll probably get put out against Seattle. So don't think I'm really missing anybody at this time. The Colts, definitely not. Um if they had a younger quarterback, uh, you know, he, he gets a little lazy with his passes. Uh, uh, Phil Rivers, he just, I don't know. I, I'm just not so. They've got the, they, they got pieces. They made a few more pieces on defense and just a younger quarterback, you know. Uh, but they, 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 they're, they've got the foundation, I'm saying, the Colts. But just not this year. So I'll break all that down later. Let me look at some of my notes and make sure that I did not miss anything. We're right at an hour. Yeah, Buffalo, that, that's going to be a great game. Probably be the highest scoring one of the year. Okay, a few notes from the college game. Okay, Tom Herman fired from Texas, and they hired Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, I don't know. Okay, if you're going to fire a guy like that, why bring in Sark? I mean, what did he do? He got fired from USC. He was pretty good at Washington. He wasn't great. He's a fair coordinator. Uh, he didn't do anything spectacular with those all-world offensive players at Alabama that they haven't already done, you know? So it's, you know, I, I, Texas, what are you thinking, you know? That's the same thing with Auburn hiring this guy. Uh, Texas going after Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, go after Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Uh, go after Bob Stoops. Go after Urban Meyer. He's talked about it. You know, again, I said this last week, and I, I want to reiterate it. If you told me that we'll give you Urban Meyer, but you can get five years out of him, maybe six, He'll win a Super Bowl, then he's going to quit because his health problem. I'll say, okay, how many coaches last past 10 years in major college in the NFL, not named Bill Belichick or Nick Saban? So I'm okay with that. But Texas, that's I'm just not excited about Steve Sarkeesian. I'm sorry. He might go up there and win. They might see something that I don't. I doubt it. I doubt it. I Go out and get one of these other guys here. Go get Hugh Freeze, you know. I don't know why anybody can pick up Hugh Freeze. I, I just, it bit kills me with Tennessee. So, Texas is a big job. It's a pressure cooker, you know. And uh, it's a, like Auburn. It's like in Alabama, Ohio State. The clock ticks the second you walk in that door. You know, Charlie Strong, great coach, nothing. Uh, Todd Herman, nothing. I mean, he just, Todd Herman just, uh, he looked good in spots, but he just underachieved. He gets beat by Oklahoma every year, you know? So, uh, 
I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I might went after Stu. I might went after the other Stoops for Kentucky before I would have went after Steve Sarkeesian. You want a guy that can actually coach too. Recruiting's good, but recruiting's not everything. Ask uh, ask Georgia. They got better recruiting than Alabama, and they're getting smoked by Alabama still. So I don't know about that. Uh, I, I just that's just not a good hire. I didn't like it. I, I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't have done it. But that's just me, Todd Herman. Somebody to pick him up. Yes, Lane Kiffin is a, is is a guy that um, he blew it at USC, but it looks good at Ole Miss. You know, maybe he was too young at USC. He did pretty good at Tennessee. Um, but Kiffin is is a guy that that I would probably take. I, I would go with him over Stark. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't I don't know why the Auburn did what they did with their coach. And I don't know why that uh, Texas took Steve Sarkeesian. Let's just get somebody. I don't know. Let's get somebody. And that's what I'm saying. I always have a plan. If you're going to make a move like that, if you're going to quit your job, walk out on your job, make sure you got another job lined up. You know, I've walked out on a few when I was a teenager and I, even when I was an adult. But I had a general idea of what I was going to do. I don't know. Picking up a guy like Steve Sarkeesian, I don't, you don't sound like you got a good idea of what you want to do, you know? But that's just me, you know? Um, if you guys like the show, try Alter Night. Go to their website or Facebook page, A-L-T-R-U-N-I-T-E. It's a good nonprofit there out of the Brooklyn, New York area. Uh, look up Mac and Jack Sports on Facebook, Twitch. You can follow me, of course, uh, and look up Northeast uh, Stream Sports. I post my show there as well. Uh, that's uh, I'm not uh, I'm an individual contractor with them. That I don't work for them or anything. But we're just kind of partnering up, you know. So you can look for Sports Scope anywhere you want to find me. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter at our Butler. Just look up hashtag Sports S S P O R T S S K O P E. I'll give you my Super Bowl predictions. Uh, I'll man up and give. Them. I'm not really sure who I think is going to go. I want to go with my preseason, uh, Tampa and and Kansas City, but but I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really thinking about Buffalo and I'm thinking about the Saints and Green Bay. I got to break these games down. I'll get back here around 9 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. Uh, I want to get off. I'm, you know what, guys? By the way, I don't have anything to do with Sopranos. Uh, they've got this really good podcast called "What Re, um, Watching So Talking Sopranos. Steve Sharippa and Michael Perioli. I recommend it. Uh, listening to it, great podcast. Spotify. You can find them on YouTube. Talking Sopranos, and I'm in season three.